Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the two parshios of Sazria and Mitzorah. According to the Chinuch, the two parshios contain 16 positive mitzvos and only two restrictions. Now, very, very interesting. If I had to try to explain these two parshios of Sazria and Mitzrora, I would have to honestly say, ooh, it is completely beyond our understanding. Let's start with the basics. The Torah is not a medical journal or a um, guide to have that one would consult it when all kinds of medical issues were to come up. If one gets a burn, unfortunately, in the kitchen, you don't turn to the Torah to find out what you put on the burn. And so too, do you put hot or cold for a backache? You're not going to find in the Torah. But yet, we have two parshios dealing with what, for lack of a better term, we can call in English leprosy, because it has certain similarities to the disease of leprosy. But as I'll show you in a moment, it is not really leprosy. It is a disease, but as we shall see very quickly, it is something which is lamala min hateva, supernatural in its uh, existence. So, let's begin with the following. The Torah tells us there are three different types of nigoim, of what we call appearances, blotches, either on the skin of a person, on their garment, or on their house. And the Torah tells us that when one believes that they have this appearance, they are to go to the Kohen, not to a dermatologist, even though the Torah in the second book advocates verapo yurape, and as the rabbis tell us, mikan nitan rishus Lorofe Lorapos, the Torah gives and mandates that a doctor is to heal. This is not, as we shall see, a disease which comes from a purely physical nature. But rather, we see from the fact that Mr. Kohen has certain hours and certain days. If you take a look in chapter 13, Pasuk 14, Uviyom Heroos Bo, and on the day that he, the Kohen, examines, Rashi brings Lilamid that it comes to teach us, Yesh Yom Sha'atoroibo. There are days when Mr. Kohen did examine and determine whether this is or is not Tzora'as, 
ויש יום שאין אתו רואה בו, and there are days when he would not simply see. His practice is, quote, closed for the day. Now, there's no question about it, that pending on the individual circumstance, when one shows this blotch to the Kohen, he will either be able to, on the spot, determine if it is indeed Sora'as, or he's going to, to use a term that the Torah has had first, quote, quarantine the individual for a week, and if necessary, a second week. And during that time of isolation, the person is to do very serious reflection. And we're not dealing with a contagious disease, which is what's going to cause the person to go into isolation, because if so, as Rashi continues, from here we learn that Chosan, during the week of Sheva Brachos, the first week after marriage, if somebody should be there, one of the guests, and say, I think the Chosan has a Tzara'as, the answer is, we don't tell it to the Chosan A, and we don't have the Chosan go to the Kohen during the week. I, if it's contagious, the answer is, it's not contagious. And Rashi continues that, so it is v'chem boregel. So too, when Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkos, where hundreds of thousands, if not more, Cain Yirbu, gather together in Yerushalayim, and there's such a concentration of so many people together, and you're next to somebody, and you say to yourself, hmm, I think that person has Sora'as, don't even bother telling him, because the Kohen is not going to look, excuse me, and disturb the Yom Tov. So we see very clearly that this is not your typical, quote, contagious disease. Let's take a look together at the Ramban in Perik Yud Gimel, Pasuk Mem Zayin, Pasuk 47, where the Torah introduces the, uh, quote, plague of leprosy in a garment. And the Ramban, and I give you the translation to save time, says the Ramban, this is not in the natural order of things nor does it ever happen in the world outside of Eretz Yisrael. And similarly, continues the Ramban, leprosy on the houses. This is not a natural phenomenon. But when Am Yisrael, when the land, when Am Yisrael, the Jewish people, all right, when they are holy, devoted to Hashem, then His Spirit is upon them always to maintain their bodies, their clothes, and houses in a good appearance. Thus, as soon as one of them commits a sin, such as the Gemara in Erechen 16a describes, that one of the primary sins which generates Sora'as is Lashon Hora a person speaking bad about somebody else. So when they, as soon as a person commits 
the sin. A deformity appears in his flesh or on his garment or in his house, revealing that Hashem has turned aside from him. In other words, there's an immediate zap on this person, as if to say, you've gone out of line. And we don't wait for the person to realize, but rather Hashem doesn't allow him to stay in the state of sin. And for this reason, quotes the Rambam, the Pasuk says that, Venosati, I shall put the plague of leprosy in a house in the land of your possession, meaning that it is Hashem's punishment upon that house. And thus the leprosy of houses applies again only in Eretz Yisrael, the inheritance of Hashem, even as he said, Kisavo'u, when you come into the land of Canaan, which I will give you as a possession. And he says that this applies only in Eretz Yisrael, not because this is a mitzvah, which is tluyos pa'ares, like trumos and maestros, which have to do with the land of Israel. But the reason is because this matter of Hashem showing a special hashkacha pratis, a special involvement in the lives of individuals in Eretz Yisrael, this occurs only in the land of Israel where the glorious name Hashra'as Hashchina dwells. All right? And this is so significant that the land of Israel has this special rapport. I'd like to show you that you might say to yourself, oh my goodness, how does this in any which way affect me? So I'm going to show you something very interesting. One thing we know, even if you're on a diet and you don't eat bread, Shabbos, we have to eat three meals. And we have to wash. And so we have to bench. And so we finish the first bracha. And the first bracha, as we all know, Hazan Olam, God sustains the world. And we say, Baruch Hashem, we conclude the first bracha, Hazan Esachol, God nourishes all. Wonderful. I'm finished, right? No, 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 you're not finished yet. Go on to the next bracha. Now, what is the next bracha? No delacha Hashem alokeinu, we give thanks to you, Hashem, for Eretz Chemda Tova Rochava, for the good spacious land, the land of Eretz Yisrael. Why are we bringing in Eretz Yisrael after we have eaten our meal? After all, come on, I ate, be it a Shabbos meal, so whatever I'm eating, did the fish come from Eretz Yisrael? Did the meat that I ate come from Eretz Yisrael? Did the challah that I enjoyed, did the potatoes for the kugel grow in Eretz Why is Eretz Yisrael coming here? So I'd like to send you to another Ramban. Bring this Ramban to the table, short and exceedingly powerful. In Devarim, chapter 11, Pasuk 12. The Pasuk reads, The land of Israel, Eretz, Asher Hashem Osa, a land that Hakadosh Baruch Hu cares about, and Tomid Hashem constantly are the eyes of God on the land of Israel. May Rashis 
from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And Rashi asks the question, tell me, doesn't Hashem care about the rest of the world? But he answers, quoting the Sifrei, that by seeking out Eretz Yisrael, as a result of that, he seeks out all the other lands along with it. Now the Ramban quotes this Sifrei, as Rashi does, and he goes a bit further with this. And he says, Yeshbo sowed amuk, my friends, just as he says over here in our Parsha this week about Uru, the special relationship of the land of Israel to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the people Israel. So too, he says, in Devarim 11, 12, Yeshbo sowed amuk. There's a very deep secret here. This land is literally the encompassment of all blessing. And I quote, All other lands are supported, sustained through Eretz Yisrael. Now, what does that mean, and how are we to understand this? So there's no question about it, that the Ramban is talking Alpi Kabbalah, but I'd like to say that what he's saying is as follows, is that in Eretz Yisrael, which is especially Kadosh, Hashem's presence is much more evident, as one knows when one Baruch Hashem visits and lives in Eretz Yisrael. And this Kedusha sustains the world. I'd like to compare it as the Orachayim HaKadosh says in chapter 2 of Bereshis, in speaking about the sanctity of Shabbos, that Shabbos is not only holy in of itself, but the holiness of Shabbos is what maintains and sustains and gives its holiness to the forthcoming week. And the forthcoming week is nourished with the holiness of the previous Shabbos. So what's true in the realm of time is also true in the geographic sense, namely that just as in a physical sense the world cannot exist, something cannot exist without oxygen, so too in a spiritual sense there is no existence without Kedusha. And so very simply when Hashem endows the land of Kedusha to Eretz Yisrael, the rest of the world. The Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is Nispashet. The Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael spreads, and it's this Kedusha which sustains the rest of the world. And therefore, if the wheat that provided you with your challah tonight was grown in Idaho, who gave the energy in a spiritual sense, to that wheat to sustain us, nothing less than the land of Israel. And the fish that was caught for you to enjoy your gefilte fish, even though it didn't come directly from the Mediterranean, 
directly from, quote, Eretz Yisrael, it's there from the blessing of. So when we recite the Birkas HaMazon, and after the first bracha, we think we're finished, we're saying, no, thank you Hashem, because on a much deeper level, we recognize that it all comes from Eretz Yisrael. And so the Ramban, who helps us understand Tzora'as, gives us a further understanding and appreciation of how Eretz Yisrael plays such a significant role in our lives today. And finally, as we have been reading with a great sense of pride, Israel has shown the entire world by being the leader in its vaccinating its population against COVID-19. And I pray that we should all appreciate that which we find in this week's parsha, and that, as the Ramban says in uh, Devarim 11.12, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael spreads, sustains, nourish, and provides sanctity for the entire world. Shabbat Shalom to all.